Love the solid dead air at the beginning of an episode. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Spell You Later. I'm one of your hosts, Benny Potts. Welcome. I am your other host, Felicia Shimberry. There's a cat currently biting me right now. <laughs> <laughs> Felicia's currently being assaulted. Yes. Uh, and uh, you're listening to another kick-ass episode of Spell You Later, where we, we take it to the absolute limit every time. I don't know about that. <laughs> I, I don't think so. You're not taking it to the limit, dude, every episode? <laughs> no, I can solidly say that I'm not. One half of this podcast is really pushing the <laughs> limits of, w- of what can be done and said on podcasts. And the other half is constantly apologizing for it. <laughs> and welcome to the episode, guys. <laughs> We're talking about superstitions. Ooh. Uh, this might be one of the most last minutes left together. <laughs> Just to t- peek behind the curtain here. Um, usually I do research well in advance. Um, mm-hmm. I did this today, so mm-hmm. you know we'll see what happens. But I'm still very organized. I was I was the king of procrastination in high school and college, so I think we're golden. And I jotted down some notes uh, about five minutes before we hit record, which is actually <laughs> an improvement for Ben. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're we're get, we're gaining ground. And honestly, yeah. I like to look at this as glass half full. Maybe we just learned that you only need to spend one day. You know, it's such a great episode. They were like, why? <laughs> just one day is all we need. We have such solid chemistry and content that we don't even need material. <laughs> Yes, we're really exposing ourselves to you guys this episode. Yes. Dude. <laughs> Wait, I changed my mind on that, yes. Um, do we have um, any housekeeping at the top of the show? Um, you want to thank I don't, everyone for coming out to Kansas City and <laughs> That's true. If anyone who happens to also listen to this podcast who came out to uh, Kansas City or Lincoln, Nebraska shows, thank you so much. I did oh, a couple wonderful. shows with a uh, podcast friend, Mike Falzone. Who's that now? Uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's trying real hard, guys. You'll hear about him someday. <laughs> like a beginner startup in comedy. Yeah, I really took him under my wing in Kansas City. He was like, he he told me it was weird. He got off the plane and Mike got in my car. And the first thing he said was, I'm so scared. Will you hold me? And we we just cried for a little bit as I held him. But uh, we got him back on his feet. Just a little bit. What? Kiss just a little bit too. A little bit. A tender. That's beautiful. Yeah, I made him feel right at home, and, and once we got him on back on his feet, and he was like, oh, okay, good. We, he, we really had some fun shows. Yeah, the way Benny makes you feel right at home is putting his tongue in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> is that not? Is that not? It must be a Midwest thing. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. No, but in all seriousness, the show's crushed. It was so much fun. Uh, fucking right. Mike's dope. He's such a good comic. If anyone has the opportunity to see one of Mike's shows, if he comes around where you live, go see it. It's a beautiful thing. 
and it was a blast. Make sure you sit in the front row. Yes, you want to sit right up front. Yep. And wear something silly. (laughs) 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 Yes. Uh, But yeah, dude, that's the definite. That's housekeeping on my end. Do you have any housekeeping? I don't think so. I think we're good to dive right into our topic today. Um, Hell yeah. A little bit of an intro on what superstitions are. Ooh. Um, so it's kind of more generic than you might think. So superstitions are just the general belief in supernatural forces of any kind. Um, it kind of stems from experience. It can be passed down from parents, grandparents, etc. So cultural roots and tradition. Um, a lo- not a lot of superstitions, the origins are like solidly pinpointable. <laughs> they kind of just get passed down and passed on to the next generations. Um, so something that I thought was really interesting in doing this research is that superstitions kind of, we use them because they make us feel more secure. We as people always like to kind of find rational explanations for things that we can't necessarily explain. So if we can if we can associate the unexplainable with concrete tangible things, then they make more sense to us. So we're always just kind of trying to associate the unexplainable with something explainable, which is where superstitions come from. We you know, we carry a charm to ward off evil or bad luck. Uh, we wear certain colored clothing or, you know, we avoid certain numbers because to us, we're like associating that tangible thing with the thing that we can't explain and it makes us feel safe and secure and like we can control that aspect of our lives. Yeah, dude, humans are great at being like, I got to trick myself into being normal. I got to. <laughs> yeah. I gotta, I gotta knock on wood. Well, if it worked two times in a row, that's a fact for the rest of my life, and I'll tell my kids, and they'll tell their kids, and and we'll still do it in 2022. Yes, humans can't handle the fact that there are things beyond our comprehension, so we have to assign meanings to everything. And I'm personally, I'm sick of it. Let's just start not knowing what's going on, guys. Let's just be okay with it, huh? There you go. And for people who are like, well, I'm not superstitious. I don't I don't have any irrational beliefs. Yeah, you do. Because it's not just broken mirrors and black cats. If you've ever wished on a star, if you ever thought a four-leaf clover was lucky, if you've ever been like, oh, bad luck comes in threes, or said bless you after a sneeze, if you crossed your fingers, picked up a lucky penny, made a wish at 11-11, you're fucking superstitious. I hate to break it to you. Yeah. Psych. Dude, that's what shocked me when I started looking into it. So many things that, like, they didn't even seem superstitious to me are just like, oh, this is like, oh, it has roots. It has, yeah. it has roots. Yeah, just the concept of good luck and bad luck, that's rooted in superstition. So is it, it's really, it doesn't really, it's not really religious at all. It's not really, it's just like well, a thing. It's not. It's not religious, but spiritual. I think a lot that of might people, be a better word. Yeah, but I do think a lot of people hear the word superstition and think, "Oh, this is like something pagan. It must have pagan roots." But surprisingly, I found a lot of superstitions that are rooted in Christianity. 
like um, throwing salt over your shoulder came supposedly from in the Last Supper painting, Judas Iscariot, who betrayed Jesus, is depicted as having spilled salt. There's like spilled salt in front of him. So I guess because of that, it's salt is associated with evil. <laughs> So I think there's other origins too, but that's one of the explanations. Um, also, walking under a ladder, one of the reasons it's thought to be unlucky is that when a ladder is leaned up against something, it makes a triangle, and the triangle is associated with the Holy Trinity, and if you walk through it, you destroy the sanctity of the Trinity. <gasps> yeah. Dude, I love... dude. People are awesome. People are dope. I love that humans are like, we got it. You have to. Someone saw that and like they got up in front of a church way back when and were like, a, a, a congregation, we all, I've, I've received a message. We have to stop walking under ladders. If there's anything that I've learned just over the years and in doing research for this show is that pagans and Christians always are stealing shit from each mm -hmm. other and making it... <laughs> you know, geared towards their own purposes. Usually it's Christians stealing pagan things and then deeming the pagan thing evil, even though they do it too. <laughs> but sometimes it's the other way around. <laughs> every now and then, every now and then, dude. It's, uh, it's, uh, and you might have to edit this out. It's kind of like Israel v. Palestine, you know? <laughs> Relate, hashtag relatable, am I right? <laughs> uh, hashtag getting political. <laughs> Uh no dude it is it is such a it's such a fun world to like not care about either side that's yeah, my yeah. perspective like i get to just sit back now and be like huh this is how that all shakes out so all of that said uh i kind of found a couple of superstitions that either i practice or i've just heard about or like friends or family practice and then I've got some kind of weird ones. I won't I won't judge people's superstitions, okay? But I'll say these are pretty niche, pretty uh, geographically specific, and ones you probably haven't heard of before. I'm so excited. One of the questions that I jotted down was, do you have any superstitions? So I'm geared up and ready to receive this information. <laughs> so there are a couple things that I'll, I'll start with what I do. Like, one of the things that I will still do is knock on wood. At, like, if you say something, uh, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, it's just, if you say something like, uh, I'm going to have a great day today. It's almost like you're daring the universe to fuck with you. So, you knock on wood, and I think it, I think it has Celtic origins, and it has to do with, um, there were said to be a lot of like spirits and supernatural beings that lived in trees. So if you knock on wood, you're either scaring them away or you're inviting them to help you and protect you, depending on who you ask. Mm -hmm. So uh, knocking on wood is just kind of like protecting yourself from the universe's fate, in a sense. And I don't even necessarily think about that. I just kind of do it automatically at this point. But I feel like if I don't, I'm cursing myself. <laughs> Which is like one of those things where like the – it's one of those areas of life where like the possibility of you like something go fucking up, you know, is enough to be like 
if it does fuck up, I'll feel awful because of this. I'll have this yeah. thing that I'll be able to point it all on and be like, fuck if I would have just done this. Right. And I think that's kind of the root of a lot of superstitious practices is that even if you don't necessarily fully believe that it's going to work, it's almost like just a little self-soothe. And it also, like you said, if, you know, if the bad thing ends up happening and you didn't do that little ritual or whatever mm -hmm. it is, you're going to blame that. So yeah. it's just like a little bit of peace of mind or reassurance. And even if it's a placebo effect, I think it's valid. Yeah, who gives a shit, you know? <laughs> uh, dude, I and I, some of that, do you think, like, any of it is comes from, like, mild OCD or anything like that? I've heard that theory around superstitions, and some yeah. people, it's definitely evident. I read a little something on that, too. So I think with superstitions and how they relate to mental health, I think it can be healthy to have, like, a couple superstitions because it's, like I said, kind of self-soothing and reassuring. Um, it's just something to like comfort yourself. So I think having a couple of those is fine. I think when it becomes problematic is like when you start to feel like if I don't do these things, bad things are going to happen to me mm -hmm. and that starts to build and it does lead to, I don't know if it necessarily leads to OCD, but it can certainly contribute and just yeah. a diminished state of mental health. If you have all these fears that doing something or not doing something mm -hmm. will influence things that are realistically outside of your control yeah yeah there's that point where it like crosses over mm -hmm. uh but i think at the end of the day like there's still shit i do like i have uh i have like a, a hockey jersey like this is this is uh this is more like personal personal not like even famous ones but like i have a j hockey jersey that i call my bomb proof jersey so whenever i only wear it every now and then but when i wear it to a show i'm like i have a good set like oh, this this okay. jersey is lucky i think a lot of people have lucky articles of clothing like you'll hear people be like well i have a test today so i'm gonna wear my lucky shirt or you know whatever just hell yeah yeah i think that's pretty common yeah and i think that's just another one of those areas where it's like we all we all do it there's all those things where it's like it kind of just clicks into place yeah i don't know um i have like one of the other ones that i've heard and that i just don't do now is it's considered bad luck if you cheers and you don't have alcohol in your glass. Yeah, I read uh, about that one, the Greek one. Yeah, it's. I think it's very just Mediterranean in general, so it makes sense because I'm Italian. Mm -hmm. So, like, if you're all cheersing at the table and you don't have a glass of wine, don't participate in the cheers. It's just bad luck. I think in certain places, you're. it means you're actually wishing death on the people that you're drinking with. <laughs> So I don't necessarily take it to that extent, but I'm just like, I don't need, I don't need any bad luck right now. I'll just keep my glass to myself. I, I think I read that that one started because of, uh, it was like, a, in ancient Greek, the dead soldiers would be drinking water from the stream in the afterlife. And so you would cheers for the dead oh, with cool. water. Yeah. And then I'm pretty sure something happened where the fucking, the curse beep fell upon the people who like celebrated with water or whatever and it was like seen as like oh you can if you do this you're basically wishing that you'll also be drinking from that same water or whatever or something like that yeah that's pretty cool
cool. I, that's a lot more metal. <laughs> yeah, dude. Fucking a bunch of people die, and then like a bunch of grizzled soldiers are like, "We gotta, we, we gotta che cheers with water, dude." Yeah. <laughs> the most metal of water. <laughs> yeah, dude. They were drinking liquid death back then. That's where liquid <laughs> death comes from. Yeah. <laughs> dude, can I bring up uh, the yips? Oh yeah. Because there was a psych episode all about the yips. <laughs> there was. Do you remember that one? Yes, it was a later season episode, which the later seasons just weren't as good. Weren't as good, but that was a fun episode in those later seasons. Uh, Sean gets the yips, and yips is just a baseball term because there's a lot of superstitions in sports, and I only I have a couple that I think you will find interesting. Okay. And so I'm using this. I am Trojan horsing a transition to sports talk. <laughs> Within bringing up a psych episode. How dare you. Uh, but no, the Yips episode is baseball because there's a lot of superstitions in baseball. And one of them is like a pitcher will get the Yips. Like he just will stop some mental block will stop him from being able to perform. Mm -hmm. <sighs> Whoops. Oh, no. uh, and uh, he basically the idea is like there's a bunch. But the real life one I saw was this guy got the Yips and he had a, he wore a literally one of those gold thongs and apparently that's what broke the yips he had to wear the gold thong in a game and he could pitch who told him to do that or did he just decide that was the solution the more i've looked into baseball as i've gotten older the more i've realized if you become a professional baseball player chances are so high you're you're fucking crazy like <laughs> Just something about, like, that sport and the people who are, like, really good at it. Like, it, they're not dumb. They're not stupid. They're not bad people, but they're, like, a different species. <laughs> Been hit in the head too many times. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. I think anyone who, like, convinces themselves that, like, baseball is the best shit in the world, like, that's <laughs> that's a deep level of, like, having to look yourself in the mirror every day and be like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, unless you're drunk and you're just there to look at butts and tight pants, in which case it's pretty fine. Yeah, major league butts. <laughs> That's the only sport I give a shit about. <laughs> uh, but no, the Yips is a good example. And in the episode, if you want to check it out, as Sean Spencer takes you on a fantastic journey. The one I want to talk to you about, the first one is one I think you'll like. Uh, Brian Erlacher. Linebacker for the Chicago Bears would eat two chocolate chip cookies before every game. <laughs> is Stuff like that is, I think, because they did it once and then had a good game. So they're like, I'm not going to fuck with God. I'm just going to yeah. do that every time. <laughs> also, like me, it's like Neanderthal brain. It's like, who have they made a one game going to do every time now? <laughs> But also, if it's chocolate chip cookies, is it like, do you actually need them? Or do you just, like, if you just want to eat two chocolate chip cookies before every game, that's okay, too. But it's also, like, a really, uh, it's not a harmful one, you know? You, sure, you can have two chocolate chip cookies. That's that's a delightful superstition. It's not like you have to cut your toe several times <laughs> in order to have a good game. I don't know. I, my mind went to everything everywhere all at once. You don't have to, like chew yeah. gum in order to have a good game <laughs> dude that that does time you know, my brain is thinking about everything everything all at once but it, it is wild like there i i know there's one football player who throws up before every game oh, 
Like, that's his thing. He, like, makes himself throw up. And I didn't get that until, like, I had a show I was really nervous for once. And I threw up before it. And I went, oh, I kind of get it. Superstition. That's just, like, to make yourself feel better. Yeah. And why weren't you concerned? You know? I was, I'm telling you about a time I was at my worst. On my knees. And the... Bar at Rosie's. I, because I assumed you just threw up because you were nervous. Did you actually make yourself throw up? Yeah, I was like, I want to be just like this football player, so I'm going to go make myself throw up. Um, <laughs> no, no, but the, the back, see, look at that. I can't talk about Every time we talk about sports, it goes off the rails. Speaking <laughs> of eating chocolate chip cookies, <laughs> Jerry Tarkin, basketball coach, would chew on towels during the game. <laughs> You want to see a picture of it? I, I, uh, Jerry Tarkin. It it was wild when I saw the picture of it. I was like, holy shit. This is something that goes beyond like the eating two chocolate chip cookies before a game and one I can get. But like when it's something that like you're chewing the towel and you have to during the game to think that they're going to win. Anything else? Like, why can't you just be sn- having a snack during the game? He's <laughs> like fucking chomping. Dude, it's so much. It's not like nibbling. He literally has to be like, my mouth is so dry. I've absorbed all the more. If it is bad luck. <laughs> What if that's it? What if we, dude, that's so funny. If it's not actually chewing the towel, he just thinks if his mouth is wet, they're going to lose. He just has to be super dry. He has to dry out his insides. He shoves that halfway down his esophagus. There's also one up the other end. (laughs) He fucking, he turned his big intestine into one big long noodle, dude. It's just dry and brittle. When you have to wash a straw. And you know, humans are really just one big long straw from mouth to butthole. I remember one time I I saw a human get stuck in a turtle's nose. (laughs) (laughs) Then we all had to be paper for a while. Uh (laughs) Oh, God. Do you have any more (laughs) sports? You betcha. Uh, Jason Terry. No, not that one. We're skipping that one. That one sucks. Jason Terry would wear the shorts of his opponents the night before a game. Oh, that was, that's just his kink. <laughs> he, that's weird. You, I didn't finish. You're right. And he would jerk off in them. Okay. <laughs> Quoted after the game, it's the only way I can come, coach. <laughs> Okay, now we're getting it. I grabbed a couple hockey ones because I know that hockey is probably the sport you you said you would most likely be able to get involved in. Mm -hmm. Patrick Roy would have – he's a goalie for hockey. Mm -hmm. He would have full-fledged conversations with the goalposts. (laughs) (laughs) 
And when and I've I've been to a hockey game, I've seen it. The hockey the the, the goalie looks very lonely, and I can see how like if he's been playing his whole life and he'd been a goalie, like he never had any of the friends he was skating around. He probably like had to talk to someone and he became friends with the goalpost. Now hockey is also another sport where you're gonna probably get hit in the head a lot. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like it's baseball and hockey players are too like they're they, they kind of fall too cut from the same cloth, we'll say. You gotta love fighting to do hockey. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Oh, there's so there's just I think any I, if you do anything like athletes have their whole life from such a young age, there's some there's some things your brain doesn't like click into place. I feel like not that that's good or bad, but I just I, I they're they're different people like goal equals friend. <laughs> yes, dude. Like, holy shit. I, I'm hey, I, like, does he say shit like you won't believe what my wife said the other day? I it was more like tender affirmations he's like you're gonna do great you're gonna catch so many balls today we're gonna everyone's gonna cheer for us do you think he ever pits them against each other (laughs) oh fuck do you think he talks to the rival team's goal too and he just nags it yeah dude he like walks by and is like oh wow you look extra hard today (laughs) or something Nets looking a little ripped, <laughs> a little worn and tattered. My grandma's doily looks better than this shit. <laughs> if I went to a hockey game and I overheard these conversations, that would make my experience so much better. I think I might like sports at that point. <laughs> All right, I have one more. Okay. Uh, and this is uh, soccer. Uh, Barry Fry, owner of a soccer club. I don't know which team. I should have written that down. Uh, peed in the corners of his own stadium to ward off evil spirits after a disappointing season. So this is the owner of a team, which means he's extensively a billionaire. Like, he owns everything, and he took time out of his day to walk down to the field and piss in all the corners. Okay, so I feel like while this is extremely concerning behavior and not something (laughs) you should do, that's almost more like a witchcraft thing in a sense because uh, some witches will make things called spell jars and they'll put like blood or pee, any kind of bodily fluid, and then bury it in like a yard or somewhere around the perimeter of the house to like consecrate it and ward off evil so i don't know maybe he read something (laughs) just didn't do all those steps he was just kind of like i gotta go now so yeah i just like that the billionaire found something money couldn't buy something only piss Piss. could buy My mom always told me money can't buy piss. (laughs) (laughs) T-shirt. You guys having fun yet? Uh, I have a couple. (laughs) I have a couple more superstitions that I don't necessarily practice, but are ones that I'm aware of and have been told about. Um, one of oh, them, yeah. I'm sure you've heard of, it's called the evil eye. 
really haven't heard of this. No. You've probably seen, do you know, have you seen like jewelry or like trinkets that have the blue eye on them? And, okay, I'll, I'll show you a picture. I guarantee you'll recognize it. But um, the concept is if you achieve too much success or too much of a good thing, it's inviting the anger or envy of the gods who will work then to kind of undo your good fortune. So basically, if you have this abundance of good luck, there's going to be bad luck that follows. So in order to kind of ward off that bad luck, people will wear charms or jewelry trinkets that have a depiction of the evil eye on it. And it's supposed to ward off a terrible fortune. Um, in Italy, it's called Malocchio, and people will actively use it as a curse. Like if you have, okay, there's a couple different ways it can be used. Say somebody just had a baby. Uh, if you say, oh my gosh, what a beautiful, healthy baby. The family will be afraid that you said that because it's almost like you're daring fate to come for that child. Is, is so. this superstition or is this just imposter syndrome? <laughs> It's superstition. It has to do with luck and warding off fate and evil. Uh, this is shit. Uh, apparently, there's like a hand gesture you can do that is essentially cursing someone with the evil eye. So if you're jealous of somebody, you would do this malocchio hand gesture. And do you you're know what it is? Essentially, like, it's like... It's <gasps> <laughs> Basically, the rock on hand, but upside down. So spider Manning. Yeah. <laughs> but you kind of like, you got to hide it a little bit. They're not supposed to see you doing it, you know? You got to be like. <laughs> I don't know if just a flick will work. You really got to like. Well, you're shooting it at them out of your. Oh, your... there you go. Do you think that's where the Spider-Man thing came from? I think Stan Lee stole that. I think Spider-Man's webs yeah, are actually know. bad intentions. Interesting. <laughs> It's a whole new Spider-Man's webs are a witch? metaphor. <laughs> I I want to see that movie. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so that's the evil eye. Um, I do I like that the evil eye is cool. I want to I want to before we move on. I want to say that the evil eye is a dope concept, and the idea that I can curse people with the evil eye makes me feel powerful. But uh, something you need to remember is that whenever you like put a curse or a hex on someone, you're putting that bad energy into the world that's kind of come back on you tenfold. That's just a little other superstition. So you can't be doing that shit. <laughs> you get a picture of Dorian Gray yourself. <laughs> wow. Wow. What a little That's what I video. think of what you just said. He just molochioed me. <laughs> oh, no, I'm getting canceled for molochioing people. <laughs> Can hashtag cancel Benny. Yeah, hashtag uh, cancel and then someone spell malocleal. <laughs> I think, I think you want me to hey, can I try to spell it right now and no. you pull it up and tell me how close I get? Mm -mm. Come on. <laughs> Come on, let me try. No, what are you talking about? We'll get to it. Let me try oh, to spell man. it and you This is gonna be incredible audio, me googling something. Alright, alright, I'm gonna start. 
Uh, could you say it one more time in Malokloyoli? <laughs> I feel like I shouldn't say it one more time. <laughs> you, you, okay. Okay, all right. It's Malokio. M. Mm-hmm. We got a good start. Um, mm-hmm. O. Nope. U. <laughs> no. <laughs> Mo. Uh. <laughs> a? Yes. Okay, M A L O Q U I. No Q. How close did I get? Final answer: M O L O U Q U I. Jesus Christ! M A L O C C H I O. I like how I spell it way better, dude. This is another occult, occult thing thing that's going on. Okay. I, I so, hope people listening enjoyed hearing you spell something. That's yeah. what oh, that's what the charms look like. <gasps> Have you seen those? Um, no. Interesting. I, I feel I like got a lot of witchcraft out here in God's country. <laughs> well, I think the evil eye jewelry is something that's been very, um, acu- <laughs> it's it's like trendy now like i'm sure you could find some shit like that in a hot topic or a spencer's i don't think you necessarily have to go to a metaphysical store to find an evil eye charm it's 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 mainstream now yes so uh i think that's why i assumed you would know what it is but clearly you're uncultured so anyway (laughs) (laughs) oh because i can't spell malakalawai oh is that why keeps getting worse uh another superstition that i actually learned from my friend lona and is now something i am wholeheartedly adopting um for context when i was visiting her in la we went to the hollywood forever cemetery and while we were there she told me um you're not supposed to go right home after you go to a cemetery or a wake because you're essentially like inviting spirits to follow you home. Uh, So if anything is like hanging around you in the cemetery, you don't want to lead it back to your house. So you go somewhere else before you go home. I kind of like that one. Yeah. So I'm like, I, I fully am adopting this now because I don't need anything following me home. Plus, you deserve a Scooters or a Starbucks, or you deserve a coffee. Yeah, you can haunt that Starbucks. Yeah, make that be some poor barista's problem. Yeah. So, I, yeah, thank you, Lona, for introducing me to that. It's apparently very common, and I had no idea until we hung out. Um, Another one that a friend introduced me to, which I haven't done, and maybe that's why I'm poor, is you're not supposed to let your purse touch the ground. There's this a superstition that if you put your purse on the ground, you'll be penniless or broke. So you're supposed to always like keep it on a chair or a table or hang it up or something. You huh. don't ever put it on the ground. And I learned that because my coworker, Marina, always used to put her purse on a chair. And I always had mine on the ground next to my desk. And I asked her one day, like, why don't you just put it on the ground? And she was like, oh, it's like it's, it's, it's a tradition or a superstition that you don't put your purse on the ground or you'll be broke. 
Well, that one makes sense. There's also a lot of superstitions around money. I found one that isn't super interesting, but the way they worded it was funny, which was uh, itchy hands have financial repercussions. Why is that funny? <laughs> you haven't heard about the itchy hands that bring um, financial uh, ruin? I thought itchy hands was like a masturbation thing. No, that's hair <laughs> on your palms. <laughs> you haven't heard that one? If you touch Well, no, of course, the, if you jerk off too much, you'll get, grow hair on your palms. Yeah. Dude, that's, it's honestly, that's some of the best propaganda the Christian church has ever come up with, dude. That's some of the best shit, dude. Top-tier yeah. shit. Uh, See, there's also those kind of superstitions that I feel like were just invented by the church or by parents to essentially scare kids into behaving. <laughs> Yeah, dude. I mean, as an uncle saying, if you jerk off, you'll grow hair on your palm. That's the most uncle shit Very you can uncle. say. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Um, what is that? So don't put your purse on the ground. Mm -hmm. Itchy hands lead to financial. I think it's like left hands good, right hands bad. So if your hands get oh. itchy, you gotta figure out if you're going to remember which is which. <laughs> like my right hand is itchy. Is that good or bad? <laughs> Anytime your hand gets itchy now, you're going to be thinking about money. Or masturbation. <laughs> or growing hair on your palm, dude. Uh, since we're doing some niche ones, I'll get into the niche superstitions that I found. Um, in Turkey, for some reason, you're not supposed to chew gum at night. Because if you chew gum at night, it's said that gum turns into the flesh of the dead. So if you're chewing gum at night, you're just chewing on the flesh of the dead. I I have no idea where that comes from or what the explanation is, but that I saw that on multiple. Someone sites. chewing gum on an acid trip—that's where that comes from. <laughs> you're just like so high or tired or drunk that you put a piece of gum in your mouth and you're like, "What have I done?" <laughs> I've acquired the taste. You're like, no, dude, that's just juicy fruit. We don't taste like that at all, actually. There's probably, like, some deep meaning behind this that I'm just casually making fun of. I apologize. If you have this superstition, please explain it to me because well, it's genuinely fascinating. Yes, please explain. But also, how long has gum even been around? That's true. It's not so like if this isn't an old superstition, we're allowed to make fun of it. That's fair. You know what? Yeah, yeah I agree. <laughs> this is some new shit. We're allowed to we're allowed to make it earn its place. <laughs> Speaking of new shit, uh Syria banned yo-yos because they are believed to cause droughts. <laughs> Again, I, I have love the no world. explanation for that. I just read it. <laughs> More power to you, Syria. Yep. How's that working out? <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully drought free. Yeah. They're not having anyone did you ever have like the dude? come to your school doing yo-yo tricks and it was just like a ploy to sell yo-yos oh hell yeah yeah syria doesn't Dude. have those men <laughs> <laughs> they're all they were all they all had to leave the flee the country yes all That's the yo-yoers i have a feeling it's just an explanation so we're not making our children sell yo-yos anymore yeah honestly they're protecting dude i was into yo-yos i was a yo-yoer yeah. i think a lot of i could do tricks i could do this one <laughs> I think I could walk the dog, and that's about it. Yeah, I watched a DVD. <laughs> I 
I popped in a DVD when I was a kid. And <laughs> I was doing all of it. So. Yeah. Yo-yo pantomimes are really good for podcasts. Yes. <laughs> and that's why I'm firmly against Syria. <laughs> anyway, another one that I found, which... <laughs> Which isn't a modern one, so maybe there's something to this. Uh, It's a South American belief that if your feet are swept over by a broom, you'll remain single for the rest of your life. And the reason I thought this was funny, because you can reverse the curse by immediately splitting... Oh, okay. So, (laughs) never mind. Felicia realizing what it actually means live on the podcast. (laughs) Hell yeah. So what it actually says is the curse can be broken if you immediately spit on the broom. What I thought it said is the curse can be broken if you immediately split the broom. So I was just picturing someone sweeps over your feet. You grab it and just crack it over your feet. (laughs) Which is way more metal. Uh Uh-huh. Dude. Maybe that works too. That was beautiful. Dude, yeah, I like yeah. spitting on it. If a broom runs over you, you're just like, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> uh, this actually comes from the idea that if a woman isn't good at housekeeping, she's not going to make a good wife. So. So honestly, guys, every time you spit on a broom, you're fighting against the patriarchy. Yeah. So. Crack that over your knee. Yeah, guys. Arr. Do you have any more? No, nah, I, I don't have any more. Um, the only other, like, fun one, I guess, that I have down is that uh, seeing your doppelganger is bad luck, and that's why I can never go see Harry Styles in concert. <laughs> huh. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I... We'll have a poll after this episode. Oh, after they have abandoned me, all of my followers. For spelling something incredibly wrong. And I, Uh, hey, jury is still out on that. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't reviewed all the evidence yet. uh Uh, Well, I have a couple more, like, short, fun ones. Hell yeah. Uh, Apparently, never shake hands or kiss across a threshold. This is from Moscow. And apparently, if you kiss or shake hands with someone across a doorway, across two different rooms, your lover or friend will become your mortal enemy. Uh, Don't have seven children. This is Argentinian. And there's a superstition that the seventh son will turn into a werewolf unless the president of the country adopts them. That is a ploy. That comes from a ploy, being like, I'm going to give my son a better life. (laughs) Oh, no, I had seven kids. All these old scrolls we've discovered in our cellar reveal the prophecy of old. (laughs) That's definitely some made-up shit for getting your kid a better life. And you know what? Good for them. Yeah. Hey, Uh, parents, that's a good parent right there. In Iceland, knitting outside will bring longer winters, so knit inside unless you want it to be cold. Yeah, that probably stopped the uh, grandma dying in the cold epidemic of Iceland in 1827. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) 
Yep. <laughs> Benny knows exactly what he's talking about. That happened. Uh, <laughs> keep your bananas off ships. Fishermen oh, yes, I saw this one. Really? Fishermen don't bring bananas onto boats, it's said, to bring bad luck on the open seas, which um, if you play a Sea of Thieves is clearly a lie because bananas are your form of su sustenance in that game. Mm. Maybe that's so. why we keep sinking. Who knows? Mm -hmm. Anyway, <laughs> last one I have is don't jump over kids. It's a Turkish superstition. Doing so will cause the child to be short forever. I gotta cancel my weekend plans real quick. One second. <laughs> you think I'm that poor? <laughs> you think I'm that poor? <laughs> Dude, jumping over kids. That also just don't jump over kids. I always was told jump, don't jump over kids because you might kill them. <laughs> That's also valid. I wonder if this is just like getting a running start and jumping over them, or if you're like doing bike stunts. <laughs> It was to quell the BMXers in Turkey. <laughs> Dude, is BMX still a thing? Because that was another thing that came to schools every so often is like BMX shows. Yeah, but it was always like BMX shows and they were like, let's let's shoehorn in a, a don't do drugs thing as well. Or it was like, let's like show you sell them. enough yo-yos, you'll get to go to a BMX that is the mark that is the pipeline to bmx it goes middle school yo-yo salesman bmx enthusiast you know we wonder why we grow up into such dysfunctional adults that was our childhood <laughs> our childhood was yo-yos and bmx dude that's it that's all we had yes <laughs> that's our version of when i was a kid my only toy was rocks and i had to walk in the snow we only had yo-yos and bmx yeah, dude. That was all the early 2000s were. <laughs> dude, just people doing tail whips and fucking sick-ass fucking tricks, dude. And on that note, <laughs> I think maybe we're done with superstitions. And wasn't it super? Superstitious. Spell you later. <laughs> Oh, yes. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Benny Putz or on t uh, Twitter at Benny underscore Putz. You can follow me at Felish3 on Twitter or Instagram uh, at Spell You Later PC on Twitter as well. And other than that, you can go to Apple or Spotify and leave us good reviews. That always helps. Or just tell your friends, guys. Tell your friends. Share it around. Everyone tell three people. Mm -hmm. that they absolutely need to listen from the very beginning because mm -hmm. we need those numbers, baby. We need those numbers to go up. And if you don't <laughs> forward this podcast to 10 of your friends, you'll have bad luck for the rest of your life. <laughs> <laughs> All the mirrors in your house will break. <laughs> Yeah, we did end on a threat, okay? Fucking share it.
just dub over where it says start and say end. Maybe I'll do that in post. <laughs> Time to end the podcast.